Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interest of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. Welcome to The Active Wealth Show with your host, Fort Stokes. Fort is a fiduciary and licensed financial advisor who places your needs first. He'll help you protect and grow your wealth. The Active Wealth Show has grown because activators like you want to activate their retirement planning with sound, tax-efficient investing. And now, your host, Ford Stokes. Hey, and welcome to the Active Wealth Show. Activators, I'm Ford Stokes, your Chief Financial Advisor, and we're going to do something a little different this holiday show, this holiday week show. Um, first of all, I hope everybody had a happy and great Thanksgiving with family and friends. Sam and I wish you guys all the best during this holiday season. And also, we've got a special treat for you. We're going to play different excerpts from my audiobook. And the audiobook is Annuity 360. It's a new book that came out this year. And you can get, you can download the book completely at annuity360.net if you want to read the book. Or you can send me an email at forward at activewealth.com and we'll send you a hard copy of the book absolutely for free at no cost to you. But my Annuity 360 book really outlines and details which annuities to avoid and which one to buy for a successful retirement. We're going to start out with chapter one, talking about why you should consider investing in fixed index annuities, specifically as a bond replacement in a way to generate your own personal pension, also to get market-like gains without market-like risk. Chapter one, why you should consider investing some of your hard-earned wealth into a fixed indexed annuity. Fixed index annuities offered by highly rated annuity carriers did not lose a dime in account value in 2008 or 2009 during the worldwide recession caused by the mortgage loan crisis that resulted in the S&P 500 losing 50.1% of its value from March 1, 2008 to March 31, 2009. Number two, grow your money with market-like gains, typical annual growth of 5 to 7%. Number three, generate a lifetime income. Your retirement will likely last 30-plus years. It might be a good idea to place some of your assets into a fixed indexed annuity to set a safety net around a portion of the retirement income that you wish to generate. Number four, eliminate market risk associated with bonds by replacing the fixed income bonds in your portfolio with a fixed indexed annuity. Number five, eliminate the advisory fees you're currently paying to generate fixed income with bonds in your portfolio by replacing them with fixed index annuities. The annuity companies pay the advisor. You don't. This is called a bond replacement. If the above fixed index annuity benefits sound appealing to you, then I invite you to listen to the rest of this book and ultimately invest a portion of your hard-earned wealth into a fixed indexed annuity to build a successful retirement. For more important information on annuities beyond this book, I also invite you to visit our website, annuity360.net. Let's consider a $100,000 investment in the S&P 500 versus a $100,000 investment in a fixed index annuity with a 50% participation rate in the S&P 500 from 2000 to 2013. Here's a hint, folks. The annuity wins. From January 1, 2000 to December 31, 2012, the S&P 500 experienced negative 2.943% growth. Over those 13 total years, people who retired prior to 2000 experienced zero growth over 43% of their estimated 30-year retirement. Question, 
Do you want to live your life during retirement without any growth over 43% of your retirement years? I didn't think so. Conversely, if you had invested into a fixed index annuity with a 50% participation rate in the S&P 500 in January 2000, you would have seen a growth of 65.53%. That's a significant total account growth difference of 68.473%. Do I have your attention now? The account value growth chart below shows the $100,000 invested into an S&P 500 Spider in January of 2000 versus 100000 invested into a fixed index annuity with a 50% participation rate in the S&P 500 also in January of 2000. The fixed indexed annuity achieved a total growth of 90.038% versus just 25.786% growth in the S&P Spider by December 31st, 2013. This chart shows the power of one-year protection periods called annual point-to-point features. The gains from each year were locked in on each anniversary of the annuity policy effective date. When the S&P had negative years, the S&P Spider 500 SPY experienced losses. In those same years, the fixed index annuity experienced zero losses. This proves that you don't need double or triple digit gains if you don't experience losses. In this author's opinion, every sound portfolio with a smart financial plan includes fixed index annuity investments with tactically managed portfolios in hopes to minimize market risk, reduce advisory fees, and deliver a reasonable rate of return. The annuity can also deliver consistent income with or without the added feature of an income rider that also charges fees within the policy. I recommend avoiding income riders. I strongly recommend investing a portion of your hard-earned wealth into a fee-efficient, accumulation-based fixed index annuity with no more than 5% annual penalty-free withdrawals to allow your money to grow and to generate important income during retirement. Refer to your audiobook companion PDF that comes free with the purchase of this audiobook. See chart 1.1 for annuity account growth examples. Greenline, a $100,000 investment into a fixed index annuity showing the net growth of the annuity with a 50% participation rate with zero withdrawals from January 1, 2000 to December 31, 2013. The resulting account value is $190,038 by the end of December 31, 2013. Redline, $100,000 investment into the S&P 500 Spider, ticker symbol SPY. This investment carried... 100% market risk with 100% opportunity for market gains on the performance of the SBY from January 1, 2000 to December 31, 2013. The resulting balance of the account is $125,786. Your human capital versus your wealth capital. Human capital is an intangible asset or quality not listed on a company's balance sheet. You can think of this as an economic value of your work. Your human capital will decrease over the course of your career. Your peak amount of human capital is at the start of your earning years, whether that be right out of college at 22 years old or at age 30 after completing your advanced degrees. This is the time where your productivity levels are high and you are contributing to your company's wealth. You have all of your earning years ahead of you. During this time, you have to protect your hard-earned wealth capital. This is not something you can recoup. You can't go back and relive your prime earning years or the years where your human capital was the highest. There are many barriers to going back to work at retirement age. 
Unfortunately, age bias is a real issue, especially in certain industries. Those who might have been an engineer during their younger years might be forced to take a retail job to make some extra cash because companies in their field won't invest in older employees. Many employers focus on what you can't do when you're older instead of thinking about the experience and the expertise you could bring to a project. You will most likely have to rely on your wealth capital during retirement. The idea of losing capital as you go farther in your career sounds a little scary, but you can rest easy knowing that this new form of capital will kick in as your human capital dwindles. As you earn and invest throughout your career, your wealth capital will grow exponentially. You'll need this wealth capital for your retirement, so it is important to choose investments that will protect and grow your wealth. Annuities, specifically fixed index annuities, can offer you market-like gains without the market risk. Your money never goes below zero. By investing in a fixed index annuity, you are taking money out of the Wall Street casino, and we think that's a good thing. Annuity guarantees, like guaranteed lifetime income and the guaranteed growth of your principal, are based on the claims-paying ability of the issuing annuity company. It's a good idea to buy annuities from highly rated annuity carriers that are rated by Standard & Poor's and AM Best. We consider a highly rated annuity carrier to be rated at least a triple B rating by S&P or with a B plus rating by AM Best. The impact of loss on your portfolio. Specifically, it can be devastating to your retirement. When we look at market volatility risks, the risk of loss and the potential impact on your retirement income is an important thing to understand. This chart shows the impact of losses on your retirement accounts. If we take a look at an example, let's say you have an account that is at risk. If you start with $100,000 and lose 20%, you lose $20,000 and you are left with $80,000. If you gain back the same 20%, are you back to even? As you can see in the graphic below, the answer is no. In order to get back to your original $100,000 investment, you would have to gain back 25%. If we add an additional 5% for RMDs, we would now have to gain back 33.3% to get back to even. Understanding this concept is one of the keys to a successful retirement income distribution plan because you no longer have time on your side. The last thing we want to do is run out of money when we are 90 or 100 years old. How much do you have to gain to make up for a market loss? See chart 1.2. After reviewing the above chart, I am reminded of Warren Buffett's two rules of investing. Number one, never lose money. Number two, never forget rule number one. When you invest in a fixed index annuity with a highly rated annuity carrier that has a high financial solvency ratio, then it is likely that you will be able to follow Warren Buffett's two rules of investing exactly. You will likely not lose any money with the amount you invest in a fixed index annuity offered by a highly rated annuity carrier with a high solvency ratio. A good financial solvency ratio is any solvency ratio over 104%. The solvency ratio expresses financial soundness and a company's ability to meet policy obligations as they come due. Assets divided by each $100 in liabilities results in a financial solvency ratio expressed in a dollar figure. Assets are bonds, stocks, cash, and short-term investments. Liabilities exclude separate accounts. The higher the amount, the stronger the company's position to cover unforeseen emergency cash requirements.
Chapter 2. Why annuity and life insurance companies are competing for baby boomer dollars. There are 73.4 million baby boomers in the United States that are close to or are already in their retirement years. Baby boomers put between 9 and 10% of their pay towards their retirement. Only 55% of boomers have any money saved for their retirement. More than 4 in 10 boomers inaccurately believe that Medicare will cover long-term health care costs. Baby boomers hold $2.6 trillion in buying power. They've had more time to build their wealth in comparison to other generations because some might still be in the workforce and making more money. Baby boomers control 50% of the nation's wealth, outspend younger generations, and are more likely to spend their retirement savings on themselves rather than passing them down. Total U.S. retirement assets are about $28 trillion. More than half of those assets were either defined contribution plans or individual retirement accounts. Some other facts about baby boomers and their spending habits. 69% of baby boomers either expect to or are already working past age 65 or don't plan to retire. Only 26% of baby boomers have a backup plan for retirement if they are forced into retirement sooner than expected. Baby boomers make up 46.8% of pet spending. Baby boomers are expected to spend 3.4% more on health-related purchases than their parents did. Why are annuity companies targeting baby boomers? Boomers face many issues when planning for retirement. The three primary reasons are, number one, growing the money they have already saved. Number two, dealing with and preparing for unforeseen expenses, the largest of which are tied to healthcare and long-term care. Number three, optimizing their financial plans when their exact lifespan is unknown. Annuities exist to help boomers with the last issue. With an annuity, a retiree gives an insurance company a lump sum of money in exchange for an annual income that will last throughout their lifespan. Annuities have the potential to become useful tools in baby boomers' portfolios when planning their retirement. They offer protection for market volatility while also eliminating the risk of outliving one's retirement savings, which are not guaranteed by portfolios that lean heavily on stocks and bonds. The demand for retirement income amongst baby boomers already exists, and annuities are the only products that can provide a hedge for a long life, like longevity insurance. Reasons baby boomers should be interested in annuities. They are falling short of their retirement goals. Roughly 10,000 baby boomers retire every day, but a very small percentage of them believe they can retire and live comfortably throughout their golden years. Only 25% of baby boomers think they have enough money to retire comfortably. Many couples may be on the right track, but unforeseen circumstances such as health problems or staffing cuts might force them into retirement earlier than planned, leaving a much larger income gap. Baby boomers are looking for a reliable source of retirement income, and annuity companies are beginning to tap into this market because they recognize the need. Not all annuities are created equal. There are two main types of annuities, immediate and deferred. The right kind of annuity depends on your financial goals, your situations, and your needs. One thing that makes annuities so attractive is that there are so many options available. While it may seem overwhelming, a financial advisor can help you sort through all of your available options and make a smart choice for your money. Security for their income. Annuities can help build a secure retirement through different income strategies, while also alleviating any stress or fear they may have left over from the financial crisis of 2008 and the bear market. 
Annuities can play an important role in a plan, along with your Social Security, health care, and other factors. Annuities can address issues such as maximizing your Social Security benefits, which help create an income that you can never outlive. How annuity and life insurance companies have responded to baby boomer needs. Interest in hybrid products. Baby boomers don't want to pay a fortune for something that offers them only a part of what they need. With less income to be counted in their retirement years already, paying for individual products to meet each of their needs can be too expensive. Life insurance companies heard these concerns and responded with new hybrid products. Many life insurance companies now offer some kind of long-term care rider on their whole life or universal life products. Generally speaking, these riders provide coverage for long-term care should you need it or you receive a death benefit if you don't. These combination products have grown from $6 million in 2008 to $2.6 billion with a B in 2013, and they are still growing. The annuity industry has been transformed by these new products. According to PricewaterhouseCoopers Employee Financial Wellness Survey, since the economic downturn of 2008, 76% of retirees say that creating a guaranteed income is their top retirement planning priority. Annuity companies rose to the occasion to create products to meet the needs of baby boomers and provide them with a sense of security. The need for advisors. Annuity companies have created many products to meet the needs of their consumers. This is a good thing, but it can make for a tough decision on the part of the investor. With so many options to sort through, some pre-retirees and retirees can't sort through all the information. Many are afraid to make the wrong decision, which leads them to make no decision at all. A large part of the planning process involves an advisor educating their clients on all of their options so they can make the right decision. Chapter 3. Famous People Who Invested a Significant Amount of Their Hard-Earned Wealth in Annuities. Big idea. Annuities are for everyone. Even if you're not worried about outliving your wealth, annuities are safer for your money than investing in stocks or bonds or simply not investing at all. Babe Ruth. Known as the Sultan of Swat, Babe Ruth came into his glory days during the Roaring Twenties, and his manager was worried that he was blowing through all of his money without putting any of it away. He introduced Babe to an insurance agent from the Equitable Insurance Company, now AXA Equitable. From 1923 to 1929, the slugger contributed more than half of his salary annually, purchasing between $35,000 and $50,000 worth of annuities each year. The Great Depression hit the country hard in October of 1929. Babe Ruth was forced to retire from baseball in 1935 due to health reasons. He was unemployed during the worst time in history, but Babe Ruth had his income annuity. It's been reported that he received an income of $17,500 a year, which would translate into an annual salary of more than $290,000 in today's dollars. His famous quote still resonates today. He said, I may take risks in life, but I will never risk my money. I use annuities, and I never have to worry about my money. Steve Young. Steve Young was signed out of Brigham Young University into a $40 million contract with the USFL. That was the headline, at least. In reality, Young was given an annuity that would pay out something like $40 million over the 50 years that followed. Given the fact that some players were not paid for playing in the final season or other seasons of the USFL, accepting the annuity appears to have been a genius move on the part of either Young or his agent. 
the annuity payments have lasted longer than the league. And it's safe to say that he's made more money than probably anyone else involved with the league. To be fair, it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Even with a large signing bonus and salary, he continued to wear old jeans and drive a 19-year-old Oldsmobile Dynamic. In addition to outlasting the league, that annuity even outlasted the Oldsmobile Car Company. With a staggering number of pro athletes going broke after they retire, it's refreshing to read stories about players who made smart financial choices. Shaquille O'Neal. One player who's used annuities to his advantage is retired star Shaquille O'Neal. Over his 19-year career, he generated $292 million in total compensation. In retirement, he is projected to make as much as a billion dollars from endorsements even after his career is long over. Thanks to a wise agent who made him put $1 million annually into annuities from his rookie year onward, Shaq lives off the income the annuity generates with his endorsement legacy for his children. Shaq's scenario demonstrates how pro athletes and other prodigious earners can protect themselves against their own personal spending errors. Allen Iverson NBA player Allen Iverson earned $200 million during his career, $155 million in salary, and $40 to $50 million in endorsement deals. Iverson ended up going bankrupt because of his overly lavish lifestyle. In a December 2012 court filing, Iverson told the court that his monthly income was $62,500, but his expenses were $360,000. Luckily for Iverson, Reebok saved him from becoming destitute by paying him an annuity worth $2.3 million. In 2001, Iverson made a very smart decision that would ultimately save him. He signed a unique endorsement deal with Reebok. Not only will Reebok pay Iverson $800,000 a year for life, they set aside a $32 million trust fund that he can begin accessing when he turns 55 years old in 2030. Since he divorced his wife in 2013, he will receive half of the trust. Another way that Iverson will be able to protect himself against future bankruptcy is his access to the NBA pension. He is eligible for another $8,000 a month. The lump sum of this pension is between $1.5 and $1.8 million. Most pensions are set up with single premium immediate annuities. Benjamin Franklin. When Benjamin Franklin died, he requested that the 2000 sterling he earned as the governor of Pennsylvania from 1785 to 1788 be divided equally between Boston and Pennsylvania. He wanted the money to be dispersed as a legacy. 200 years later, in the spring of 1990, the balance in the Philadelphia account was valued at approximately $2 million. And the balance in the Boston Trust was about $4.5 million. This was sometimes called Franklin's IRA. The money in the Boston Trust was invested using a new take on an old idea, the annuity. Using a tax-deferred index variety, the money was able to benefit from exposure to stock market growth without stock market loss. This allowed the trustees of the Franklin Institute in Boston to turn an estimated $4,400 into $4.5 million, even while it was paying out an income for 200 years. I see the crystal raindrops fall and the beauty of it all is when the sun comes shining through. 
We have Ford Stokes, author of two important personal finance books, Annuity 360 and Taxes Are on Sale, here on AM 920, The Answer, as the host of The Active Wealth Show, Saturdays at 12 noon and Sundays at 11 a.m. Welcome back, Activators, The Active Wealth Show. Hope you enjoyed Chapter 2 and 3 of my new book, Annuity 360. And again, you can get that book if you want to read the book at annuity360.net and learn a lot about annuities, like literally which ones to avoid and which one to buy for successful retirement. We're just trying to give you all what you need to know about annuities. And I hope you really enjoyed that Chapter 2 and 3 because we're talk, we talked about in Chapter 2 is why you know annuity companies are competing for baby boomer dollars and why it's no longer your father, your grandfather's annuity out there. They really are giving you some really great opportunities that are getting you market-like gains without market-like risk. And then also we've got, you know, chapter three is a fun chapter because it talks about all the famous people who've invested in, in annuities all the way from Beethoven, all the way to Shaquille O'Neal and Allen Iverson and Steve Young and others. And so it's a really good way to protect the safe leg of your portfolio. And right now, you know, the bonds are trading at a go forward price to earnings ratio of 150. And stocks are trading right around a go forward price to earnings ratio of right around 22 to 23. And I would encourage you to consider investing in a fixed index annuity as an alternative. Also, we'll give you a free retirement income report, absolutely no cost to you. All you got to do is visit activewealth.com. That's activewealth.com. And we will, we're happy to give you a free retirement income gap analysis, and then also give you a, a portfolio analysis with a financial plan to your 95th birthday and a social security maximization report. It's $1,500 value and we'll give it to you absolutely for free. All you have to do is visit activewealth.com. And so we're so glad you're with us. And so we're going to play three chapters during this segment, uh, chapter six, seven, and eight. And these chapters are all about rules. We're talking about the rule of 100. We're talking about the 4% rule and the rule of 72. And all three are important rules to understand when you're planning for retirement. And you really need to try to follow these rules. You really do. And so I want to go ahead and play these chapters for you so you can get an understanding of how these rules could help you plan for successful retirement, also help you build for your retirement income, also to help you understand how fast your money is going to double, and also the risk profile that you really should be taking based on your age. Chapter 6, The Rule of 100. Big idea. You want to risk less as you get older because you have less time to make up any big losses. As you get closer to your golden years, many financial professionals advise gradually reducing your risk. Retirees and pre-retirees don't have the luxury of waiting for the market to bounce back after a dip. The dilemma is figuring out how safe you should be in certain stages of your life. For years, a commonly cited rule of thumb has helped simplify asset allocation. This rule states that individuals should hold a percentage of their stocks that is equal to 100 minus your age. For example, a 60-year-old would have 40% of their holdings in stocks and 60% in fixed income products like bonds or fixed indexed annuities. Why you should follow the rule of 100. Take our current example of a 60-year-old. At age 40, your risk capacity is higher. You have more time to rebuild your wealth should you experience a dip in the market. However, 
at age 60, you can't afford to risk as much of your portfolio in the market because the time horizon to rebuild your wealth is much shorter. Rule of 120, many financial advisors now advocate the rule of 120 so they can get a significant rate of return for their clients and maintain management of the portfolio. I disagree. With today's market volatility, a retiree does not want to go back to work in a job making less than what they made before. They must consider following the rule of 100 or at least a 50-50 smart financial plan that is built equally with smart risk and smart safe investments. Chapter 7, The 4% Rule. Big idea. Withdrawing 4% or less annually from your portfolio will ensure that you will not draw down your account too quickly and that your income lasts for your entire retirement. What is it? The 4% rule is a rule of thumb used by investors to determine how much retirees should withdraw from their retirement account each year. This rule should ideally help provide a steady income stream for the retiree while also maintaining an account balance that keeps their income flowing throughout retirement. By withdrawing only 4% from your account, many financial professionals believe this will help your wealth last through your retirement and that you will be able to live comfortably with this withdrawal rate. This rule helps financial planners and retirees set the withdrawal rate for their portfolios. Life expectancy also plays an important role in this process by determining if the selected rate will be sustainable. Retirees that live longer will need portfolios to last longer and medical costs and other expenses could increase as retirees age. Where did this rule come from? The 4% rule was created using historical data on stock and bond returns over a 50-year period from 1926 to 1976. Before the early 1990s, experts generally considered 5% to be the safe amount for retirees to withdraw from their portfolio each year. In 1994, William Bengen, a financial advisor, conducted a study of historical returns. He focused heavily on the severe market downturns in the 1930s and the 1970s. Bengen concluded that even during those markets, there was no historical basis that a withdrawal rate based on the 4% rule would exhaust a retirement portfolio in less than 33 years. What about inflation? Some retirees will choose to stick to the 4% rule all the time and never adjust for inflation. However, the rule allows retirees to increase the withdrawal rate to keep up with inflation. There are two options to do this. The first option provides steady and predictable increase, while the second option will more effectively match your income to cost of living changes. Option one, setting a flat annual increase of 2%, which is the Federal Reserve's target inflation rate. Option two, adjusting withdrawals based on actual inflation rates. The first option provides steady and predictable increase while the second option will more effectively match your income to cost-of-living changes. Two scenarios where you should avoid using the 4% rule. Scenario 1. A severe or protracted market downturn can erode the value of a high-risk investment vehicle much faster than it can in a typical retirement portfolio. Be cognizant of the health of the market and talk with a professional if you have any questions or want to make changes to your portfolio. Scenario 2. The 4% rule does not work unless you commit to it year in and year out. Violating the rule for one year to splurge on major purchases can have severe consequences down the road. It will reduce the principal, which directly impacts the compound interest that the retiree depends on for sustainability. Chapter 8, Rule of 72. Big idea. 
Knowing how long it will take your investments to double is a good planning tool. This will help you track your investments and calculate future earnings. What is it? The rule is a simple way for you to calculate how long your investments will take to double with a fixed annual rate of interest. If you divide 72 by the annual rate of return, you can get an estimate of how many years it will take for the initial investment to duplicate. The rule of 72 is relatively accurate when it comes to low rates of return, but becomes less accurate as rates of return increase. Example, an investment of $1. Annual fixed interest rate equals 10%. 72 divided by 10 equals 7.2. An investment of $10 with an annual fixed interest rate of 10% would approximately take 7.2 years to grow to $20. Rule of 72 adjustment. The most realistic simulation for the rule of 72 is an 8% interest rate. However, you can make a small adjustment to the rule in order to make the calculation even more accurate. For every three points that an interest rate strays from 8%, you either add or subtract 1 from 72. The adjustment is not necessary, but some people prefer to make this adjustment because the time frame of this version of the rule is more accurate. Example 1. If your rate is 5%, you would just adjust the rule to be the rule of 71. This is because 5% is three points lower than 8%, which means you subtract one from 72. Example two, if your rate is 11%, you would adjust the rule to be the rule of 73. This is because 11% is three points higher than 8%, which means you would add one to 72. Other ways to use the rule of 72. Things with compounded rates. You don't have to use the rule of 72 just for invested or loan money. It can be used for anything that grows at a compounded rate, such as population, macroeconomic numbers, charges, or loans. Example, the gross domestic product, GDP, grows at 4% annually. You could expect the economy to double in 18 years because 72 divided by 4 equals 18. Estimating the effects of investment fees. The rule of 72 can also be used to estimate the long-term effects of fees that eat into your investment. Example 1. A mutual fund charges 6% in annual expense fees. It will reduce your investment principal by half in about 12 years because 72 divided by 6 equals 12. Example 2. A borrower pays 8% interest on a credit card. They will double the amount they owe in 9 years because 72 divided by 8 equals 9. Estimating the effects of inflation. The rule can also be used to find out how long it will take for your money's value to have due to inflation. Example, inflation is at 4%. The purchasing power of your money will have in 18 years because 72 divided by 4 equals 18. Are you concerned about U.S. tax rates being raised by the Biden administration and how that will affect your retirement? Tune into The Active Wealth Show with Ford Stokes, your chief financial advisor, to learn how you can reduce the taxes you pay before and during retirement. The Active Wealth Show, Saturdays at noon and Sundays at 11 a.m.
And welcome back, Activators, to the Active Wealth Show. I'm Ford Stokes, your Chief Financial Advisor. And if you're wondering who an Activator is during this holiday weekend and you just stumbled on the show or you listen, you've been listening to for uh, to us for a long time, an Activator is somebody who wants to inspect what they expect about their retirement. They understand knowledge is power. They want to build a fee-efficient, market-efficient, and tax-efficient portfolio. And we try to help you do that here on the Active Wealth Show and also with our private wealth management firm, Active Wealth Management. If you want to get a free consultation from us or with us, you can just visit activewealth.com. That's activewealth.com. And we're happy to work with you. And you can click the set an appointment button in the upper right corner. You get put directly into my calendar. You won't get pushed off to another advisor that works with us. You'll just speak with me because I'm very focused and try to do a great job taking care of our activators out there. So Again, we hope you reach out to us at activewealth.com and click that set an appointment button and book an appointment, a financial consultation directly into my calendar. Now we're going to play chapter 13, which is the annuity that is just right for you and for your retirement, the fixed index annuity. And then the last chapter, we're going to play the bond replacement with fixed index annuities because that's one of the best uses of fixed index annuities these days is to replace the bonds in your portfolio with a new 60-40 portfolio, take 20 or 40% of your portfolio, invest in fixed index annuities, lock up your income, and be ready to go. We hope everyone's having a great holiday week and a holiday weekend here on the Active Wealth Show. Hope everybody ate lots of turkey. Remember, when you're planning for retirement, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly, be aggressive about seeking information about your retirement so you can plan for successful retirement. Chapter 13, the annuity that is just right the fixed indexed annuity. An FIA gives the owners or annuitants the chance to earn higher yields than fixed annuities when the index they are tied to performs well. They typically will also provide some protection against market declines. The rate on an FIA is calculated based on the year-over-year gain in the index or the average monthly gain over a 12-month period. FIAs often have limits on the potential gain at a certain percentage. This is known as the participation rate. The participation rate can be 100%, which means the account would be credited with all the gains, or it could be as low as 25%. Most FIAs have a participation rate between 80 and 90%. Benefits. Guaranteed income stream. With Americans living longer and spending more time in retirement, many retirees are concerned about outliving their savings. In turn, they're searching for a product that can help ensure a steady income stream. FIAs are designed with guaranteed lifetime income, so you can never outlive your earnings. Diversification of portfolio. A balanced portfolio is essential for managing risk and reward in the financial markets. Designed for the long term, FAs are a great retirement vehicle to ensure you are not putting all your eggs in one basket. FAs offer the ability to make some money without the risk of losing it. Secure principal. Even with market volatility, investors will not lose value on their fixed indexed annuities. Your savings aren't exposed to market fluctuations. So even in a negative market return, you will not fall below zero. You can never lose your interest once it is credited to your principal. Tax-deferred growth. FIAs offer long-term tax-deferred savings. As long as your money stays in the annuity, you will not be taxed on the interest earnings. Once you receive a payout, the annuity will be taxed just like ordinary income. Predictable earnings. Because FIAs offer predictable income, Americans feel more comfortable when withdrawing funds from these retirement vehicles, as opposed to an IRA or 401k. 
Choosing an FIA is an efficient way to plan for your future, as your interest earnings rate always remains somewhere between the interest rate floor and the cap. No matter what happens to the market, you can still count on payments throughout your golden years. Potential drawbacks of fixed indexed annuities. Surrender charges. A surrender charge is a type of sales charge you must pay if you sell or withdraw money from a fixed indexed and even a variable annuity during the surrender period, a set period of time that typically lasts six to eight years after you purchase the annuity. Surrender charges will reduce the value and the return of your investment. Withdrawal limits. Almost all fixed index annuities place surrender-free withdrawal limits within the annuity contract that generally range from 5 to 10% of the principal. While all annuities must be RMD-friendly and provide for a penalty-free withdrawal from a qualified annuity account equal to the RMD requirement for the client's age, carriers limit the amount of withdrawal to enable them to grow the money invested for themselves and the client. Not suitable for short-term investing. If you want to grow your money, but you also need access to 100% of your money, then a fixed indexed annuity may not be right for you. Chapter 15, Bond Replacement with Fixed Indexed Annuities. You might have heard a financial advisor talk about replacing your bonds with annuities to protect your wealth and grow your retirement funds. At my firm, Active Wealth Management, we believe this is a smart way to protect your future. Many people have learned that bonds are a safe way to invest your money, but there are some downsides to bonds that should make you think twice. We'll talk about some reasons why you should consider replacing your bonds with annuities. First, here's some information on the history of bonds in the United States. Historical bond volatility. The 1900s saw two secular bear and bull markets in U.S. fixed income. Inflation peaked at the end of World War I and World War II due to increased government spending. The first bull market started after World War I and lasted through World War II. The U.S. government kept bond yields artificially low until 1951. The long-term bond yields were at 1.9% in 1951. They climbed to nearly 15% in 1981. In the 1970s, globalization had a huge impact on bond markets. New asset classes such as inflation-protected securities, asset-backed securities, mortgage-backed securities, high-yield securities, and catastrophe bonds were created. Early investors in these new asset classes were compensated for taking on the challenge. The bond market was coming off its greatest bull market coming into the 21st century. Long-term bond yields declined from a high of 15% to 7% by the end of the century. The bull market in bonds showed continued strength in the early 21st century, but there is no guarantee with our current market volatility that this will hold. See chart 15.1 to see the incredible difference of investing in a fixed index annuity versus investing in bonds. Why you should consider replacing your bonds with annuities. The first question you should ask yourself is this. Why would you take market risk with your bonds when your bonds can lose their value? If you just look at the history alone, you can see how uncertain the future of bonds is. Inflation and fluctuating interest rates play a big role in bond yields. Interest rate risk of bonds. Bonds and interest rates have an inverse relationship. When interest rates fall, bond prices rise. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, investors have moved their money to bonds because they believe it is a safer investment option. However, this has caused bond yields to fall to all-time lows. As of May 24, 2020, the 10-year Treasury note was yielding 0.64% and the 30-year Treasury bond was at 1.27%. 
Reinvestment risk of bonds. This is the likelihood that an investment's cash flows will earn less in a new security. For example, an investor buys a 10-year, $100,000 treasury note with an interest rate of 6%. They expect it to earn $6,000 a year. At the end of the term, interest rates are 4%. If the investor buys another 10-year note, they will earn $4,000 instead of $6,000 annually. Consider the possibility that interest rates change over time when deciding to invest in bonds. Systematic market risk. This refers to the risk that is inherent to the market as a whole. It will affect the overall market, not just a particular stock or industry. This can be unpredictable and it is impossible to avoid. Diversification cannot fix this issue, but the correct asset allocation strategy can make a big difference. Unsystematic market risk. This type of risk is unique to a specific company or industry. Similar to systematic market risk, it is impossible to know when unsystematic risk will occur. For example, if someone is investing in healthcare stocks, they may be aware of some major changes coming to the industry. However, there is no way they can know how those changes will affect the market. There are two factors that contribute to company-specific risk. Business risk. There are two types of risk, internal and external. Internal refers to operational efficiency. An external would be similar to the FDA banning a specific drug that the company sells. Financial risk. This relates to the capital structure of a company. A weak capital structure can lead to inconsistent earnings and cash flow that can prevent a company from trading. Reduced advisory fees. Investors who trade individual stocks may know how much commission they are paying their broker, but individuals who buy bonds often have no idea what type of commission they are paying. Bond dealers collect commission on bonds they sell, called markups, but they bundle them into the price that is quoted to the investors. This means you are unaware of how much commission you are actually paying. Standard & Poor's estimates of bond markups is 0.85% of the value for corporate bonds and 1.21% for municipal bonds. However, markups can be as high as 5%, up to $50 per bond. Bonds have finite durations. Bonds only provide income for a finite amount of time, unlike an annuity, which provides income for life. You must reinvest your money if you want to continue generating interest with bonds. However, reinvesting with a bond can sometimes come at a loss, as we discussed above. Annuities will provide you with an income you can never outlive. Thanks for listening to The Active Wealth Show. You deserve to work with a private wealth management firm that will strategically work to protect your hard-earned assets. To schedule your free consultation, call your chief financial advisor, Ford Stokes, at 770-685-1777 or visit activewealth.com. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Active Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Investments involve risk, and unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuer. Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to project the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy.